the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Hooker off the hook sports. We'll talk Tennessee with him. But I did want to begin with Dave. I don't know if you go back to Bear Bryant, but I do. I was in microbiology class January of 83, I believe, when I heard on the radio, somebody had a radio in there, that Bear had passed away. Don't know that you experienced that, but. What was it like yesterday when you heard the news about Nick retiring? Well, it is actually funny that you you bring that up. I do remember that. So I would have been roughly nine years old, and I remember my uh, my uh, aunt and uncle and cousins who are huge Alabama fans. They heard it, and I remember right. where exactly I was standing in my grandmother's family home. So yeah, I mean it 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 does have that effect on us in the South and. Um, where, where I heard it, I was just in the car and things pop up. You know, we don't have as good a story sometimes as we do as we heard something and we had to get to a TV first, but you know, I, I actually heard a lot of this last year that he backed out of some, uh, long-term endorsement deals, uh, the summer before the 2022 season. And there was some speculation behind closed doors that that could be his last season. Well, yeah, everybody says that, and eventually, if you say it, you're going to be right. But so I, it's not something I pushed a lot. But I guess he had to retire at some point, and um, boy, what he did is pretty spectacular when you really sit and think about it. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. What's the key story football wise at Tennessee in the moment? Um, I think the key football story at this very moment is. Uh, well, I say two things. I mean, the optimism's really high. I mean, how good can this team be? Is is it a lot to be in the college football playoff? It's going to be twelve teams, or is it going to be knocking at the door? I think there's a little bit of a, a disagreement between are they an eight win team or a ten win team in the regular season? Uh, I tend to think more towards the latter. The other news I would say is Tennessee going to try to do much else in the uh, transfer portal. Um, I think when when you have to pony up for guys like Cooper Mays and Brew McCoy and 
and other players like Keenan Pilly, John Campbell, that you may not have the same amount of money to spend as you had last year that uh, was spent, in my opinion, a little bit frivolously. Um, I don't think you got what you thought you'd get with uh, offensive lineman Andre Carrick. I don't think Dante Thornton has, has lived up the hype. He may still. But, um, yeah, I think that's the story right now is how much do they have left to spend and um, how, how wise do they need to be in spending it because I think they – I, that, I don't think there's just a huge pile of cash with uh, Donald Duck b- bouncing around in it right now. There is a feel that Tennessee could be close to closing in on Lance Hurd, the former five-star LSU offensive lineman, promising him the left tackle job. Campbell, you just mentioned him, has been a little cryptic on social media, I don't know if that is displeasure or what, which would mean maybe they would try and move him to right tackle. Now, I'm speculating here, Dave. That's all I'm doing. But that seems to be possible. Um, I, I think – pardon me. Um, I think it is very possible. And if you look at what Tennessee's done, even with the Darnell Wright, they've taken him and moved, moved him to the right side. There seems to be a bit of a different philosophy there with Josh Heupel and keeping your tackle, your best tackle on your left side. So uh, that that could certainly be something with Campbell and and moving a, a, a guy and like Heard into that spot. I'm not real crazy about depending on a new guy to be your left tackle. I thought Albert Kalina was promised that if you go way back, and he was very average, uh, but they didn't have another direction to go. I'll I'll say this with Hurd too, though I, I think that he is a very t- talented player. Um, I feel like it's a, his uh, let's call it his floor would be a starter, um, and maybe his ceiling's much higher. So it makes a lot of sense uh, if Tennessee wants to make one final push in the transfer portal. It would certainly make their class look a lot different in, in its entirety. It does seem like Tennessee is on the verge of getting public news, good news from George McIntyre, the quarterback. You'd seem to think so. Um, And it feels like that's been coming for, what, two or three months. It just it kind of feels like that. Um, I mean, why not go ahead and lock up your spot? Uh, An unintentional effective NIL in the transfer portal it's probably a little put, put a little bit more pressure on you in high school especially if you're a quarterback to lock your spot up well if you go there or something crazy happens um like Josh Heupel is not there you have the transfer portal and you have the ability to move but I don't know why you wouldn't go ahead and lock up your spot now and I, I feel like at some point Tennessee might need a good piece of news um, and that'll probably drop the next day. That's how those things typically work, right? Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. Anything from the high school ranks between now and the first Wednesday in February? Uh, from the high school ranks, I don't know that uh, there's anything out there in particular. You know, we are uh, looking at you know a couple of guys that, um, I don't know, have Tennessee ties that are possibilities uh, now that 
you know, this is a massive change when you have uh, a Nick Saban leave like he has. So, um, you know, there's uh, Amari Jefferson, the the current signee. Um, there are other guys that are current players that you wouldn't think about nearly as much, but you do now that they can transfer here in the short uh, short term. So I think Tennessee gets helped by the change at Alabama with McIntyre. I'd be surprised if he didn't uh, end up at, at Tennessee. And Tennessee's in a really good position because, you know, they won a battle with Arian Carter, the linebacker, against Alabama. So they were starting to win some battles, and, and now you wonder how many more battles they can win without one of the greatest coaches of, of our time, if not the greatest coach of our time, uh, not in Tuscaloosa any longer. Yeah, Tennessee has recruited Alabama. It's it's a very territorial state. Matter of fact, Dave, during my decades, it's probably the most territorial state in America. If Alabama wants a kid who's an Alabama high schooler, and let's just say Auburn, which is a very good school, wants them too, it's almost, and there are plenty of exceptions, but it's harder probably to go get that guy than any other state in America. I, I've i always said that about Louisiana, but I think we're probably talking about very similar type of reactions from in-state prospects. I'm interested to see uh, from a recruiting perspective now that you bring that up, now that you've seen in so many different areas uh, the population bases grow, if there's not a Saban to be – incredibly faithful to because of his success and i understand that that you should uh if you've got a young man that wants to play football are those population centers uh tied to alabama or are they tied to nick saban i don't know i mean this is a um this is a legendary coach that stepped in aside and one of the best recruiters in the history of the game as well so uh, the, there are a lot of teams that probably get better um as, as a roster because of the decision that that we're talking about right now. One of those is probably not Alabama. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports, checks in with us, talks to us on Thursdays. How much do you divvy up basketball with football on your shows? Um, we get a lot of basketball traffic when you get close to the tournament. Right. Um, and I think that's I think that's twofold. If you want to go long term, and what Tennessee and and every SEC school not named Kentucky is, it's it's football first and foremost. Uh, I think you probably agree with that. Um, and then I think there's a sense that Rick Barnes is going to put a good team together and get to the tournament and get bounced out early, and that's. He's had a long career of doing that, just one Final Four. So I think there's a long-term apathy, um, but I think there's a short-term apathy that, that Rick Barnes could erase with one with one deep run, but we'll see if he's able to do that. You mentioned population booms, and Middle Tennessee has just gone nuclear the last 10, 15 years. One of the starting linebackers from Michigan who's been starting Almost since his freshman year is Junior Colson, who played right here at Ravenwood and Brentwood. He's been a fantastic player for them. No, absolutely. And um, I think the numbers will continue to, to bear themselves out. I don't 
think it's going to be as big a, uh, an advantage for Tennessee as I once uh, thought it would because it's turned into just such a uh, cosmopolitan area, as you know, right. people coming from outside and having different allegiances. Uh, but boy, it's, it's definitely a place that is on my must-stop-over list if I'm a recruiter in the SEC. Your point is it's growing and booming, but it's the outsiders, and they don't have Tennessee ties, so you don't necessarily get the go Vols from the time you're three years old. Yeah, you could have a guy that moves to Nashville who's a, uh, his son's a third-generation Wisconsin Badger fan. So then you've got to overcome that. So that's an additional challenge. Uh, I don't know that Nashville is the type of area, much like Atlanta, that you can own. As good as Georgia is going to be in Atlanta, I don't know that they own it. I know that they they bear the fruit from it, and and that's great, but I don't know that you ever own a place like Nashville. Tell, Tell everybody how they can get your shows, your content. Yeah, offthehugsports.com, offthehugsports.com. Uh, check us out. We greatly appreciate it. All right, man. See you next week. See you, bye. Jay Book from Bucknuts when we continue. Thursday edition. Good morning. It remains slow go on 840 going westbound in the Arrington community. Right when you come out of Rutherford County into Williamson, it's just a mess. Keep that in mind if you're coming from Murfreesboro, uh, headed towards Franklin on 840 westbound. A big slowdown. Traffic still heavy coming in from the west side on 40 east up by Charlotte Pike. I still see some volume on 24 westbound and through the Hickory Hollow area as you, again, leave Murfreesboro towards Nashville. That's heavy as well. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk. Crane and rigging online at tomahawkcrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. 
Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. You just heard with Brabel being fired. Mm-hmm. Your initial reaction. Called it, felt it coming for weeks now, if yeah. not months. Not surprised. That's he, my that's he, my reaction. I thought he got himself fired. How so? Just by being Mike Brabel. Yeah. I think if he really, really wanted to be the coach here, he would be. I agree with you 100%. Grant Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Number one college sports show on the planet, The Bill King Show. Still trying to get Jonah. We're efforting J Book from Buck Nuts. I mentioned on Twitter, Jim from Jupiter got banned for 12 hours on Twitter for a tweet. Here's what he tweeted. It's funny. It says, Bill, and let me click here, don't even mention retiring. You need to die on the air. Now, we were talking about this earlier. And who was it? Craig at North Augusta said, Bill, don't want to hear that you're retiring or something like that, which I'm not. And Jim was responding because I said, look, in the perfect world, I just keep doing the show and then I just keel over one day on the show. And Jim said, Bill, don't mention retirement. You need to die on the air. And he was just having fun with the topic like we all were. Well, he got banned, says, hi, Noel Life, which is his name on Twitter, your account. At Mitchell Knoll has been detected by our systems and has been locked for violating Twitter rules. Violating rules against violent speech. You may not threaten, incite, glorify, or express a desire for harm or violence. So they got him for that tweet, which was absolutely in our conversation. We were talking about it. So anyways, that's why Jim and Jupiter, if you don't see him for 12 hours, it's because of that right there. Jay Book with us, talking Buckeyes, and I plan on doing a lot of that, but Jay Book, considering the nuclear bomb that was dropped yesterday, Nick Saban retiring, which I will tell you took me by complete surprise. I want to get your thoughts on that item. I was completely surprised as well. 
I was not expecting that. Once the news dropped, I was like, no way. Uh, and But the first thing that came to my mind once I was able to confirm that it was true was what a career, what a legend Nick Saban uh, was. I mean, he really raised the bar for college football. Uh, Alabama football was the gold standard. When Urban Meyer took over at Ohio State, they were chasing Alabama. And that was the thing. Urban Meyer was on that sidelines when Alabama beat uh, Notre Dame in the national championship. And when he came to Columbus, he said, we're not at Alabama's level. We are chasing them. And so the, the goal, the objective is to try uh, to get to that level because if you can, you're going to win a national championship. So Nick Saban raised the bar uh, inadvertently for the Ohio State program just because of the way he operated that program down there. Quinchon Junkins officially a Buckeye. What does that do to the backfield, meaning Travion Henderson, Dallin Hayden? For Henderson, it looks like uh, all indications are he's going to be coming back. As far as what that does, you're probably looking at one of the best one-two punches in all of college football, at least as far as electricity, guys that have been able to uh, break one. For Dallin Hayden, I mean, that's a, it's a tough goal for him. Um, but right now in Ohio State, they're in a situation where they are operating with a, a major sense of urgency. It is critical for them to get this program back on track. Ohio State fans love Dallin Hayden. But when you have the opportunity to bring in a guy who is putting up Herschel Walker-type numbers in the SEC, who is a, a bona fide game-breaker, you have, if you have that opportunity, you can't turn it down. This has now turned into big business, one of the biggest knocks for Ohio State fans over the last several years. They thought the program and Ryan Day coddled towards the players' feelings instead of being a little bit more uh, cutthroat, which is needed in today's college football era. So this is a kind of a move right there to wake up Ohio State fans and say, hey, everybody in that building starting to operate with a little more urgency now. Tom in Myrtle Beach says, Will Howard transfers in. McLaughlin transferring in from Alabama. Judkins we just talked about. Sawyer returns. Burke returns. Mathis commits. Hancock returns. He wants to know about JTT, Egbuka, Hancock, etc. Uh, Hancock already, uh, he confirmed he's coming back yesterday. Egbuka is expected to be back. It's kind of up in the air when it comes to JTT. What he's asking for as far as NIL is a pretty substantial number. Uh, Ohio State's not going to be able to meet his full demand, so he's going to have to make a decision with him and his family if they feel comfortable with the offer that Ohio State's willing to bring to the table. Now, make no mistake, it's not a small offer by any, any means for the average person. It's life-changing type of money. Uh, but right now, and I would say it's on the fence with JT, but everybody else, it's expected to be back. JTT can literally take over a game. He did it against Penn State two years ago. Big plays against Notre Dame when they had to have it. I mean, this is a guy that can literally go in streaks like a baseball hitter and just go nuts. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys. He's very streaky. Uh, he's, right. Uh, he's, he's one of those, you know, what they, like you said, in baseball, but in basketball, you know, somebody who can just light up the three-point line if they get hot, that's what, he, that's what he brings to the table. 
I know a lot of Hall of Fame fans kind of, you know, moan and, and grudge about the sack numbers not there, but he was excellent against the run. Um, I, I think that him coming back for another year would definitely help his draft stop. But if you look at all of the guys that are coming back, I truly believe that this is the first time in I don't know how long that Ohio State has had the opportunity to get a lot of their key veterans back. Ohio State has been known over the last several years of guys, you know, three and done, going to the NFL, being an NFL pipeline, being a, uh, a factor, NFL factory. Now you're seeing a, a rare case where, in a, especially in the NIL era, that guys like JT, a lot of those guys are deciding to come back. You have to give a lot of credit to Ohio State's NIL um, foundations. The, the foundation, 1870, that's what JT's with. If that wasn't in play, there's no way all of these guys are coming back. The fact that they're able to step up to the plate and take care of these guys, that's what NIL is supposed to be about. You want to be able to take care of the guys that have, um, you know, really put in that grind inside the program, have proven their worth. I know we get caught up in how much this kid is making straight out of high school, but I truly believe Ohio State, they're trying to do it the right way by taking care of their guys inside the program. A lot of talk previously about Gene Smith on his way out being a hindrance and either diverting the money or fighting over the NIL money. Has that subsided? I think he's kind of softened his stance um, as he's heading into retirement. There was a there was a huge roadblock that was being put up by the athletic department. They are still not where they need to be. They still need a, some more support uh, from the athletic department. Now, the one thing that Ohio State, they're, the NIL collectors, what I've been told, they're not able to get their hands on is the massive donor list. The one thing about Ohio State's athletic department is the largest in all of amateur athletics, college sports. And the reason it's the largest is because they have such a huge donor pool. Well, Ohio State athletic department would not release that donor list to the NIL collectors. So in that aspect, you know, grand schemes, yes, they're, they're still blocking them. But outside of that, providing them with the donor list, Gene Smith is set to release a video, what I've been told, here in the next uh, few weeks, uh, throwing his weight behind the foundation with Brian Schottenstein and Cardell Jones um, for, their, for their NIL collectors. So that's going to be a big help because there is a lot of confusion there's two NIL collectors, the 1870 and the Foundation. Gene had released a video a couple months ago saying 1870 was going to be specifically for football and the Foundation was going to be for basketball. Well, the way that the season ended, so many guys coming back, 1870 needed some help because they needed to be able to raise the capital to take care of all these guys coming back on top of being able to make sure guys like Jeremiah Smith coming into the program, Edric Houston, those guys, once they step on campus, will have their NIL deals taken care of. So they've kind of brought back uh, the foundation with Brian and Cardell back into the, to the football mode to, he- to help the 1870 out. So I think that's going to be big, but they definitely need to make sure that everybody's on the same playing field because I get caught up in the middle between both entities you know, one saying, hey, we signed this player or we're the one who made it happen. And I'm like, guys, enough with the back and forth. Just work on the same page with each other and 
get to get get together and make sure that you're communicating with the players, the coaches to try to build a championship roster. But somehow I get caught in the middle of it just because, you know, my amount of Twitter followers that they want me to help support each entity. Jay Book with us from Buck Nuts. While not ever going to be public, are there clearly defined items that Ryan Day in 24 must meet on the field or this time else? Yeah, my partner Dave Bitter and I, we talked about this last week, um, and I threw that to him. He's been covering the beat uh, for many years, and we both come to the conclusion it's obviously you have to beat Michigan. That's priority number one. Now, the way that the landscape is changing, we're in uncharted territory because you can see a situation where Ohio State-Michigan plays the last week uh, of the regular season and turn right back around the next week and play in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship. Now, if Ryan Day beat Michigan in the regular season and loses in the Big Ten Championship, what's his job status there? That's something that we can't, you know, really predict because of the changing dynamics of the college football landscape. But he has to beat Michigan. He cannot have a type of performance that he had against um, Missouri there. That is well below Ohio State standards, especially on the offensive line. Uh, right now, the athletic department has pretty much given him a blank check to go and hire uh, the coaches that he sees fit that's going to help this program get back on track. So with the amount of resources that's being thrown at him, the pressure is on. Ohio State faithful would not sit tight uh, for another regular season loss to Michigan. But with the 12-team playoffs, you got to be able to make a run there. You can't go into the 12-team playoffs, have a game against a uh, no offense to a Liberty or somebody like that that comes up to Columbus and upsets you. If it's a bad loss like that in the 14th playoff, he could be in some serious trouble. Seth McLaughlin's coming from Alabama, but with yesterday's Saban news, are there any potential targets for the Buckeyes considering the 30-day window rule? They would absolutely love to, to try to uh, post Taylor down. I mean, he's a guy that it came down to Ohio State or Alabama there at the very end. He decided to go to Alabama. He took multiple trips to Columbus. He was even, even when he was committed to Alabama, he took an unofficial visit up to Ohio State for the Ohio State-Michigan game right before he was able to sign at the end of November. So they were very much in the thick of it with him. There's been some, you know, a little bit of chatter there that he's been in contact. We don't know how valid that is yet. Uh, once, it's, once the dust settles, you'll start to hear a little bit more. Keon Keeley is another guy for Alabama that signed with them, uh, that Ohio State was very much in the thick of it. Richard Young, the running back, uh, freshman five-star, Ohio State loved him coming out of high school. He was kind of buried in the depth chart. Not sure his snap count, but you didn't hear a lot about him. Um, and then uh, Proctor, the left tackle from Iowa, the five-star kid, he was another huge target that Ohio State really wanted. If they can try to coach one or two of those guys, they will absolutely try to do it. I'm curious to see how Alabama operates now. They're going to have to move swiftly to try to get a coach in there because the Sharks are swimming right now. With the NCAA not regulating anything when it comes to tampering, you better believe a lot of these kids, uh, you know, contacts or affiliates are being hit up by college coaches all around the country. There may not be, maybe Georgia, 
a more attractive roster to poach than that one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you look at Nick Saban, he's, I don't think he's had a class lower than top three in the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> so the, ta- the talent is, is there. And all he does is stack talent after stack, stacking talent. I mean, they have had, over the last two years, they've had a lot of roster turnover from the transfer portal. Now, and a lot of people can say because they signed so many kids um, in their classes that they kind of project that they're going to have some turnover. So you definitely got to be able to, you know, filter through there. But every single kid on that roster is a blue chip player, probably four stars, five star or high, or four star or higher, five stars. Um, but that's just the way it is. When you recruit at the level like Nick Saban, any opportunity that you can to try to poach one of those two kids, you're not doing your job as a college football coach if you're not trying to get one of those kids from Alabama. The other day, maybe a week or two ago, Jay Book, I just said, I'm going to randomly pick a year. Alabama recruiting and just see what I get. So I just clicked 17. I had no other reason, just 2017. Alex Leatherwood, Najee Harris, Tua, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy, Jedrick Wills. That's just the top. (laughs) He's a a legend. I mean, he recruits with the best of them. There will never be another Nick Saban. No. See you soon, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. There he is, J-Bo. Fantastic. Buckeyes have a bunch of those too now. That was the drinking game thing. I'm the Nashville Hotel. Good morning. I still see slow traffic out there in Williamson County on 840 going westbound in the Arrington community. Keep that in mind if you're coming over from Rutherford County towards Williamson on 840 going westbound. Big delay out there right now. It's still a bit busy in the Jolton area on 24 east at Whites Creek Pike. I still see some volume on Vietnam vets getting on uh, that ramp there to 65 going southbound. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. You can order online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 
615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. And now, J.B. Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by J.B. Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693. 629-246-7693. That's J.B. Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. college football talk on the planet presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel the Bill King show no fan in the 863 Bill that interview just made me sick no wonder Nick is retiring it's just about money I know it's what the game has become but when you hear it out loud there is so plainly it's sickening Bobby, Bear, and others would be ashamed. It's never going to revert back. They will agree to some NFL-style employee-employer relationship involving contracts, limitations, when you can have movement, when you can't. That's where we're going. I say that with disgust in my heart as the, and I know the skepticism about the term that I'm about to use, but the sanctity of the Saturday game has been impugned. And I know, I know. Hey, Bill, it hasn't been, it hasn't been virtuous forever and, and true. But at least faking it made you feel better, right? Now you can't fake it. It's just out in your face. Not sure we're going to be able to keep this guy because of the number he's asking. Okay, well, even though I may not like this atmosphere, If I'm JTT, I'm trying to get the biggest number. I don't blame him. If I'm Lance Hurd, I'm trying to get the biggest number. Don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him. I may not like it, but I don't blame him. And if I had 
their ability and I was in their shoes, I would be trying to get the best number. I would. Yeah, I would. Georgia Dong, Bill, what you said earlier about keeling over on the microphone says, I feel the same way. Hope my last breath is on the Southern Gentleman Show. Yeah, Jim and Jupiter said, Bill, yeah, you don't retire. We need you to just go on air. He got a 12-hour jail sentence for that. He just sent me a text about 30 minutes ago about it. Yeah, they gave him 12 hours. Coach C over in South Carolina. Bill, have you seen a day like yesterday? Saban, Carroll, Belichick retiring or leaving. Football will be very different. Josh down on the Emerald Coast, who's a big Clemson fan, wishing I was in upstate South Carolina, Bill, today. Fan base very nervous about Dabo, including myself. I don't think you have much to worry about there. Now, we'll find out. I don't want to get too definitive here because we are in the early, early embryonic stages of the transition from St. Nicky to the next dude. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, if you think you were floored yesterday, wait until the Falcons announce they've hired Kirby Smart tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, you know what? I was trying to think of, I don't want to say I'll retire because I, then I'd be a liar. But no, 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 no. I don't, I don't think there's a one in 100 shot that happens. I don't think you could get Kirby. Kirby's got the best gig. He knows. Tom says, Bill, thanks to Jay Book. Answer my questions. Thanks to have him on for having him on. Always speaks the truth about college football. Excellent guest. Tons of knowledge, not just Ohio State knowledge. Jeff, too. Bill, I concur with Kevin Egan on Nick. It's sad this stage is over, but I recall talking to Alabama alumni and fans when Saban was hired. Everyone said any length of time Saban stays at Alabama past five years from being hired is gravy. 17 seasons, Bill. Josh in Picktown. Bill, you and Georgia Dog can speak for yourselves. I want to die in a room full of hookers and blow. I, I actually uh I actually believe Josh. Josh is about to get married too. All right. Jim just gave me an update. And he said, Bill, my suspension may be 12 days. I'm trying to figure out what this says here. It says, after careful review, we determine your account broke X rules. Your account is temporarily in read-only mode, which means you can't post, repost, or like any content. 
Most accounts regain full access in a week, but it could take longer. That's from him posting about what I said on the show. Can you can you appeal that? Just say we were listening to the show and Bill said it. It was Bill's words about himself. And we were just having fun with him. I don't know if they'll listen to that though. All right, let's get the break. Is there a press conference time scheduled yet for Nikki? Good morning. I still see slow traffic out there in Williamson County on 840 going westbound in the Arrington community. Keep that in mind. If you're coming over from Rutherford County towards Williamson on 840 going westbound, big delay out there right now. It's still a bit busy in the Jolton area on 24 East at White Creek Pike. I still see some volume on Vietnam vets getting on uh, that ramp there to 65 going southbound. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. You can order online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. I'm a retired school psychologist and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Grizz Nation. 
Don't miss Ja, Jaron, Dez, and your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday at 7 p.m. when they host the Los Angeles Clippers, presented by Travel Nurses. Catch all the action and be sure to arrive early. The first 5,000 will receive a Jaron Jackson Jr. growth chart. Get hyped, get ready for a Western Conference showdown and secure your tickets today by visiting grizzlies.com. While working, he eats kale and pets a cat. Bill King is a multitasker. The angelic tones of Ole Miss Eve, will join us. Kevin was live today. We will not have him tomorrow morning. And... Uh, Brad Powers in Hour 3 from the Omni. Looking forward to that. That's the Friday edition. Craig in North Augusta. Bill, I didn't really mean to create such a shite storm and get people banned on Twitter. I was just saying we're going to miss you when you're no longer on the air. No, I know, man. Hopefully we've got a ways to go on that. I'm what I said Nick was. I want to I want these long grinding days. I like them. I love coming in here when, even when I am not happy with the state of the game, the college football overall atmosphere. I love talking about it. I love splashing around in this pool we call the arena of ideas. I love it. It's mentally stimulating. And it happens to be a topic that, as you know, I thoroughly enjoy. Love the topic. Absolutely love it. Tommy Myrtle Beach, Bill. Perfect game baseball top 25 is out. I'll throw this out here. Wake Forest, number one. And not only, but they added Chase Burns from the Tennessee staff to what they call the arm farm at Wake. Number two, Coach Van Horn, the Razorbacks. Three LSU defending Natty champions. By the way, Natty Danny, is that his new name? Down in uh, Huntsville? He, he said yesterday he wants to be called for about the next year, Natty Danny. Number four, Gators. Yeah, the Florida Gators. Five, TCU. Bandy Boys, six. Seven, the Aggies. Horns, eight. Beavers, 9. Virginia, 10. Tony Vols, 11. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You tell me you're going to go through 10 teams and Tony Vols isn't in there? There is no way. Folks, this is Tony Vols. Do I need to say anything else? 
It's Tony Vols. You can't leave him out. Now you just gave Tony Vols a reason to motivate his team. As if he needed one. Yeah, he'll keep us busy. Yeah, he'll keep us busy. Jeff, too. Bill, I know this question is probably in your Rolodex for Brad tomorrow, but from a gambling aspect, I wonder how many points Saban is worth as a coach each game. I'd like to know Saban's record all-time against the spread. I'm sure Brad has both. Yes, I will... I will check into that. That's a very good question. Brick said, Bill, did you see this? And Rick is on Twitter. Says, betting lines for Alabama's next head coach has been pulled off the books. A pick, a pick has apparently been made. Well, now that was from 11 hours ago. That was from a, a few a few hours ago. That was from, heck, last evening when that happened. I haven't looked. I have not gone into any of the apps either later yesterday or this morning and looked at any spread for anything. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you about that. But the only report we saw was that Dan Lanning, according to a TV station, was in Tuscaloosa. Whether that's been confirmed or not, I don't know. And I still don't know, folks, is there a scheduled press conference time for today for Nick? Nick, stand up, speak to the media, speak to the fans. I'm sure all the sports networks will carry it. But remember, you have the Belichick news. You have the Pete Carroll news. You got quite a bit going on. You got quite a bit happening right now. But, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to see that. I want to hear Nick. And and what we may do, if, if there's some compelling bites from that, we'll play it in the morning. If Nick says some things that are poignant, then – and I'm – convinced he likely will, then we'll pull those. We won't make it too long, but absolutely. Yeah, absolutely looking forward to it, though, and to hear what he has to say. Oh, Bucknuts just reported Emeka Egbuka is coming back. That's big. That is a difference maker, explosive, clear the bases, green grass athlete. No, that's big. Yeah, bleeped around and got Jim and Jupiter suspended from Twitter. Maybe up to two weeks. What's up with that? Lashbaugh.